Yo, what's going on, Brahalla? It's your boy Jerry, the TRX for Washington here at General Fitness Company Studio. Today is Friday. Yay! Three days this week. We made it. I'm a model of consistency, at least for this week. <laughs> yeah, today's Friday, December 3rd, 2021. This is Season 8, Episode 134, and uh, this is an interesting one. Uh, uh, today, uh, I was thinking about this, you know, we're in, in the beginning of December, we just got off of Thanksgiving, I was feeling a little bit bloated this week <laughs> from all the Thanksgiving food, and I'm looking around the corner, I'm like, oh man, here comes Christmas, and you know, people are celebrating uh, Hanukkah around here, so it's like a time where people are a little distracted by the holidays, eating a little bit more, feeling a little bit lethargic, because it's colder, and it's darker outside, uh, so I just wanted to talk about us focusing because this is the time it's the last month of the year you know we're hitting into 2022 and it's time to get focused right if you're not focused if you haven't been focused it's time to focus if not if only just for a little bit right at least you have something underneath your belt i like to i said that in the episode i really just like to encourage people to not judge themselves just like if you do something Feel good about the fact that you did something. Don't feel bad about the fact that you didn't do uh, something yesterday, right? You just compare yourself uh, today to the person that you were yesterday. And if you are doing better than yesterday, then you should be happy. You shouldn't worry about what you did yesterday. You should just worry about what you're doing today and if it's better than what you did yesterday. Or at least the same. So yeah, focus. That's what we're going to name this episode. Season 8, episode 134. Yes, we will call it focus. So let's get focused and let's start this episode. Let go! Yo, we are in it. Yeah, three days this week. Feeling pretty good. Yeah, that's a model of consistency again. Uh, so, yeah, I hope you're having a good day. I actually wanted to talk about this because, uh, you know, it's about that time of year where people start thinking, you know, like uh, everything's going on crazy. You know, it's like the holidays and you're thinking about, you know, I guess it's uh, what is it? Uh, it's Hanukkah. Christmas is coming up. We're just coming off of Thanksgiving. And of course, the New Year's coming up. So there's just like a lot of stuff to get distracted by. So uh, today's episode, I want to just talk about focusing, focusing on yourself to be specific, right? Well, actually, actually, we'll talk a little bit more about focus in general, uh, but yeah, we'll probably get more specific with the uh, focusing on yourself thing. So I'm just uh, right off the gate, you know, uh, there's this University of Pennsylvania study that I had seen. Uh, it's probably from a while ago. I didn't see what year it was, but it, look, it looked old, <laughs> but it's still valid. And it showed that um, when it comes to focus, you want to just get it in. You want to do the thing and not have too many contingency plans. So in this, in this study, it showed that uh, people that had a uh, plan B, 
actually were less likely to be successful with their plan A. <laughs> you know, and it actually kind of makes sense, right? You think about it. If you're thinking about 500 different things, how are you going to focus on that one thing that you want to get done? It, it's tough. And obviously in our lives nowadays where, you know, everything is Again, like kind of distracting, it's hard to get focused, but uh, you have to focus if you want to actually accomplish something. You know, it's like if you spend all your energy trying to get 500 things done, you're going to get like, you know, one five hundredth of everything done, you know, so rather than like getting one thing done and just knocking stuff off the list. So it's actually based on this thing called expectancy theory. So like I said, you know, by play, making that plan B, you're actually expecting your plan A not to work. So by distributing your time instead of just focusing on one, you know, like I said, you're likely to focus, you're less likely to have something work. So whatever your project is, and as we know, you know, multitasking is a myth. Everybody says they can multitask, but in all actuality, study over study upon study upon study shows that if you do uh, multiple things, you're going to be less effective than if you just get things done one at a time. So, yeah, if you got a million things on your plate, break it down. Don't do try to do everything at once. Get one thing done and then get the other thing done and get the next thing done because it can get really easy to overwhelm yourself. And speaking of which, another study from UPenn uh, showed that people actually donated more. To Let me give you the breakdown. So it was two groups and they were uh, looking at three different stories. One story was of an impoverished girl. Another story was of a million impoverished people, people that were just, you know, impoverished, people that were struggling. And the last story was a group of uh, the, that million, those millions that were impoverished, as well as the single story of that girl. So it was the girl, there was the million people, and then there was the girl and the million people. Group A was the girl, group B was the uh, million people, and group C was uh, the girl plus the million people. And to exemplify my point, the group that was donated to the most was the girl. And again, with respect to the uh, overwhelm, you know, people felt like, you know, when interviewed, people felt like they could do more for that one person. See, if it feels overwhelming, if you feel like, you know, your one dollar is not going to do much, you're not going to do much with that. You know, if you feel like you're overwhelmed by some kind of problem, you won't get to that problem. So, yeah, don't overwhelm yourself. Don't overwhelm yourself, you know? And uh kind of talking about those impoverished people, I'm just kind of flowing right along here. You got to focus on the good stuff, you know? Like even though there's bad out there, you got to focus on the good cuz the human mind actually takes it takes five positives to balance out one negative. And this is, you know, across the board, you know? So that's why they say in the morning you should have gratitude. That's a great way to balance out your day. When you start your morning, think of five positive things. So whenever that one negative thing, which inevitably will come along, you will feel you won't feel down. You know, you'll feel balanced. You know, so uh, it's good to kind of keep your mind positive. Keep your mind uh, on those positive things, and you can do use what's called. Uh, confirmation bias. And this is actually, I've talked about this before, and this is one of the uh, Charlie Munger's 25 cognitive biases and confirmation biases, like 
like one of the top ones. I think it's like top one or two. And if you don't, if you're not familiar with it, or if you don't recall what it is, it's our tendency to uh, interpret facts that align with our beliefs. And you know, nowadays, uh, you know, with the uh, vaccine and and COVID in general, and just you know the way that you know people talk about fake news and you know all these stories that we're not sure about or (laughs) maybe you are sure about essentially what we're looking at is that we tend to uh, believe stories that are in line with our beliefs so if somebody tells you uh, a story about uh, someone that you're familiar with well let me give you a better example if somebody were to tell you that you look good and you just bought uh, a new shirt you're going to be more inclined to believe that you do look good because you just bought that new shirt and you bought that new shirt because you feel like, you know, it's going to make you look good. So somebody's going to give you something to tell you that, hey, you look good. That's going to automatically align with your beliefs. You're not going to say, oh, (laughs) I don't believe you, you know, because you're going to think, oh, yeah, I just bought this new shirt. So they probably uh, think that I look good in this new shirt. So uh, I, I actually do something similar. Uh, with my clients, and actually, it's called what's called it's what's called the uh, Pag- Pagmalion effect, and essentially, it's a self uh, fulfilling prophecy. Uh, I'm not going to go into what Pagmalion is, but uh, real quick, I'm going to go the whole thing. But Pagmalion was actually a um, ancient Greek uh, m- myth, I guess you would call it. He's one of the characters of an ancient Greek myth. Uh, he fell in love with a statue that uh, he had created, and that statue, uh, I think, it was Athena. I think it was Athena. I might be incorrect. Uh, actually, it might have been. Yeah, I can't remember off the top of my head. I think the the, the goddess started with a D. Ah, Aphrodite's. There's the D. Uh, it was Aphrodite's that actually turned that statue into a live uh, statue. Uh, so he and more or less fell in love with his creation. Uh, hence the self-fulfilling prophecy. Uh, so uh, there's a, another study. I don't know if this was from UPenn, uh, but this is. Uh, from 1968 by uh, Rosenthal and Jacobson, and essentially found that what we expect, we usually receive, Uh, at least with respect to other people. Say, for instance, if you have high standard for someone, they normally execute on a higher level, whereas if you have low standards, they normally kind of play down. Uh, So in this study, they had a classroom uh, where they actually had the teachers give people positive reinforcement, negative reinforcement, and of course, neutral. And uh, the neutral group was, you know, what you would expect is the control group. Uh, but the positive reinforcement group, they saw that these the children uh, from different classrooms, because it wasn't the same, cl- <laughs> it wasn't the same test over and over, but it was the children from different classrooms. And they, like I said, they also contr- had the control group. So they, you know, tested for outliers or whatnot using the control group. But uh, they found that the people that were students of the teachers that had a positive reinforcement or gave a positive outlook uh, re- prior to receiving a test received high- higher test scores. Whereas if uh, a teacher had a uh, predicted a negative outcome uh, for the students. They normally actually did perform uh, poorly. Uh, so I do the same for my clients. You know, uh, I don't really, I don't really um, try to. Well, actually, what I do is I tell them, hey, you know, uh, it doesn't matter if you succeed or fail. Just try, and if you try, you've automatically su- succeeded. In, in you know, more <laughs> more words or less. So. Um, 
you know, I always try to also speak highly of my clients and highly of people uh, that I work with uh, just because, you know, you don't want to have that at all, even if they're not listening to you or if they haven't heard a word that you said about them um, to other people. You want to make sure that uh, when you're talking about someone that you work with or that you care for or whatever it is, that you want to have a, uh, uh, again, a positive outlook just because, you know, it's good to have a positive outlook, but also it helps them perform a little bit better, a little bit more to your expectations. Now, granted, you're not going to control, you're not going to control people's behavior. That's impossible, uh, but you can influence it. And that's the important thing that I'm, uh, important, uh, point that I'm trying to bring up here is that, you know, you're not going to control anybody's behavior, uh, but you can influence it. Yeah. You know, and you just want to do the same thing for yourself. Again, you can't control. Uh, there's a lot of things you can't control. Uh, even yourself, you know, you can't really control when you blink. You can't control when you digest. You can't control how your heart beats for the most part. I mean, I guess you can externally control it by going for a run or something like that or laying on a couch. You know, that would increase and decrease your heart rate. But at the end of the day, there's a lot of things about yourself you can't control. So what you have to do is control what you can control. So that's why I say focus. Focus on yourself. There's a lot of things out there that can, that can be a distraction. But if you focus on yourself, you'll find that those distractions, while they may still exist, they'll still have less of an influence on your behavior and have a less influence on your life in general. So focus. We're in the end of the year. Uh, I'm actually doing a uh, plank challenge right now. Uh, let me jump, let me throw you into that one real quick. Yeah, like, why not? Have everybody do it. So I'm doing a plank challenge, 31 days of December. We're actually on December 3rd, <laughs> wherever you are right now. Uh, hopefully you're listening on December 3rd or maybe even December 4th. Uh, but I'm doing a 60-second plank challenge, 30, 31 days of December, uh, one minute every day. It's nothing crazy. It's something that you can be successful doing. Uh, so that's why I made it something relatively simple, something that everyone can do. And um, I feel like it's just something because it's so simple, but it's so beneficial. You'll feel you'll feel very happy and probably proud of yourself at the end of December. And what a way to start the new year you know, feeling proud of yourself, right? Having 31 days of, of exercise of some sort under your belt. I mean, like, it doesn't have to be crazy. I, I say this a lot. It's just like, whenever you work out, it doesn't have to be like a, a killer workout. Something that just can give you that positive reinforcement, something that can to con help you continue being active and being healthy and putting it into your mind that you can do anything you want, or at least you can try to do anything you want and go from there. You know, it's just, it's a matter of just you trying. So I feel like this is a good challenge. And if you do do it, I would love for you to, you know, leave a rating, a review, throw it in, throw in some comments or whatnot, you know, even drop me a, a text message. Hey, here's my cell phone, 267-461-1466. Drop me a text message. Hopefully you're not a spammer listening to this and <laughs> I'm sure you're not. Uh, but yeah, I'd love to hear from you. That'd be so, so cool. Uh, I've had that happen uh, randomly before 
somebody got my cell phone number from someone else. It wasn't on the podcast, but I got my number from someone else. And they're like, hey, Jerry, uh, I heard about you from so-and-so, and I hear that you're really positive. And we kind of became friends for a little while. We kind of fell off a little bit in our, in our contact. Uh, but it was just kind of random. Like somebody just reached out and said, hey, I've heard about, your, heard about you. I heard about your podcast. I heard I saw your social media stuff. Hey, I just wanted to say hi. And I was like, hey, that's pretty cool. So if you're one of those people that's, you know, a little bit outgoing, I would love to hear from you, especially if you've uh, accepted that plank challenge for the month of December. All right. So I'm out of here. I'm going to start my weekend. I hope that you are having a good day or good evening or good morning or whenever you're listening to this. I really do hope you are having a good one. All right. Again, thanks for listening. And as always, keep good company.